Well, hello, friends. It's been a while. Oh, my gosh. I hope you're doing well. I'm recording this, and I am actually on vacation this week from work. As I record this, I believe this is the week of the 8th. And please forgive me if I've bumbled up the uh, time frame here because it's just been a lot going on. But I wanted to share with you some recent thoughts and musings that maybe you can relate to or maybe you will explore in 2024. Um, I mentioned, I think, in previous episodes that I've been going through my grief process, losing uh, my father in his physical form. And I say that because for me, I still feel like his energy is around me. I don't feel like my dad is off in the ethers. And that's just my belief. And I'm not looking for people to uh, buy into that. That's the thing that I hold on to. And I feel that's important for me and my grief process. But I finally have gotten to a point recently where I've been feeling the need to continue to push myself into do things that are getting me a sense of normalcy because the reality is grief is actually a part of our life process, our life cycle. And for some of us, it's been in the distant past. For some of us, it'll be upcoming in our future, but there's no way around it. And the beauty of it is that when we have a loss, it's a gentle reminder for us to get busy living. I know for myself, I believe uh, most times I'm pretty intentional, but I will tell you, I think I've gotten even more intentional since the passing of my dad. And I have been with a firm understanding that time waits for no one. I believed initially that my dad had so many things that he wanted to finish here on this earth. And when I took some time to kind of peel things back, Regardless of how things may have looked to me or other people, my dad did a lot of things that he wanted to do. And that's the way to go. When you get out of here, you want to make sure that you look around and your life reflects the good choices and maybe not so good choices, but you're living in your truth, however that shows up for you. And I know for myself as of late, I haven't been feeling like myself. And I think that's the other caveat I'm learning too. We have permission at points in our lives that we're not always going to be enthusiastic and happy about all the things going on. And we get to decide how we want to mentally handle it and what things can we do to support it. So I've been very fortunate to have a lot of people um, around me And I shouldn't say a lot, but a decent amount of people create space for me since my dad has passed. And I think that's so important, too, because oftentimes, um, especially for daddy's girls, you know, you feel like there's no other man on this planet that can love you the way your dad loved you. And I have been so fortunate to have my uncles just be that extension of love to me. And it's been wonderful. And my guy has been just by my side the entire time, um, helping me, you know, navigate through my emotions going through this process. And I've been really busy living um, these last few weeks. And I think that's the one thing I didn't understand that we need in this life. 
is that we need fellowship, that we need community, and that when we're going through tough things, it's okay to lean in. And initially, there were a lot of people like vultures, you know, swarming in and looking to, you know, give this help or this illusion of support. And just how life unfolds, you get to see who's really there for just the semantics and who's really there for the long term. And it was bittersweet because I thought I had made some good connections with people and I realized that these people just aren't good people for me. And I think that's what we have to understand too is that there are some people who are not good at trauma and not good at giving you the support you need. And you have to find a way to figure out what is supportive to you and how you want to move forward. And I'll be quite transparent. There were quite a few people after my dad's passing that I simply blocked from my phone. Um, I felt like those people weren't genuine. I felt like I wasn't truly supported. And I felt like we were just another tagline. You know, we were just another family who lost somebody. And people were more caught up into the details of his death instead of really celebrating my dad's life. Because in the end, how we leave is how we leave. And, and no one wants their loved ones to leave in a tragic way. But at the end of the day, you know, my dad physically isn't here any longer. And the best thing that caring people can do is show caring and support to the people who he's left behind. And I have found that there are a handful of people who can truly do that and embody that in a good way. The other thing I learned across this process is that things are going to change. There is no way about it. You can escape it if you wanted to. And I'm going to rattle off some recent changes. And I'll, and it's not in order, but they're all within the last, I don't know, six months or less. So as of recently, my supervisor was terminated from our job. And while my supervisor, um, she was an interesting person, I'll say that. Um, there were a lot of parts of me that didn't understand her methodology and how me, she moved. And there were parts of her that I thought were really sweet. And you really don't know a person sometimes fully in a work capacity. You just know the image that they portray doing a certain role or whatever. And there may have been more things going on behind the curtain that I was aware of or wasn't aware of. Um, so that was kind of jarring. And I happened to be off work that day, planned vacation. But nonetheless, I get back to work and they're like, hey, yeah, your boss isn't here anymore. And it wasn't just isolated to her. It was a few other places, people in the organization. And I say that to say it was a few days from my year-end review. And let me tell you, it came in swift and quick. There was no warning. There were well wishes of her getting ready to have um, support from her, her spouse for an upcoming procedure. Like, no one saw it coming. She had meetings. She had... Heck, my even uh, year-end review, you know, we were set to do that week when I got back. And just like that, on Monday, her last day, that afternoon, she was, she was gone. She was terminated from that position. And she had worked for this organization for a number of years and put her body, sweat, and tears in it. 
And I remember this incident she's telling me about. Her husband had a medical emergency. She, I think she even had to call um, an ambulance or some type of medical support to get her husband to a safe location, um, to, to a hospital facility, I'm sorry. And she did this all while being on a call. And I thought like, wow, talk about a sacrifice, right? And then I think about all the other sacrifices she made. And, you know, we can say good, bad, or indifferent. There were definitely some times um, we were not in agreement with a lot of things she did, but there were some times when, you know, we really appreciate what she did. And it just reminds you that, you know, until your name is on the outside of these buildings, you are a number. And in, and that the bottom line is we all serve a purpose. And when we no longer serve that purpose, they will let us know. And no matter what we think that's important to us, that somebody can't come in and do it, organizations show us each day that they will take roles away and not replenish them or move people out of roles or even put people in roles who aren't well equipped to be in them. And we'll never know the whys. But what we can do as stewards of life is just be observant and understand that we are in a time and a space and a place in the world that things don't have to make sense. But what we have to do is use our discernment across the way and understand that when life is giving us clues, we can either shrug it off and get around to it, or we can stay so committed to the plan that we have in our mind that we miss the clues that we need to do something different. And I will tell you a year prior to that, this has been interesting being at this employer. Um, We had a uh, top organizational leader pass away unexpectedly. And again, didn't see that one coming. And that changed the trajectory of some of the organization. And it's just like life, right? You know, you don't wake up and say, hey, this is when this natural disaster is going to occur, or this is when these things are going to happen within our world that questions our safety and the lack of humanity. Things just occur. But what I can tell you is a lot of times when it comes from comes to an organizational footprint that we need to be aware that we need to put ourselves first because that organization will never do that for us. That's our job and our job only. And I hope in the end she finds the peace that she was looking for. I know she was pulled in a thousand pieces and hopefully she can put herself back to one whole piece and get from whatever this experience as something for her to build on to her next career or even to retirement. Um, She wasn't um, a younger person, so I don't think she had that much longer to work in the workforce. However, um, you know, I don't think she was planning to end her career, you know, this abruptly as things happen. But if I can glean back and just from my little perch view, I could see clues along the way that things were just not going along well. And I think that happens to quite a few of us where we can look at other people's lives and we can see where something is going to come to the forefront and it's going to change things for this person. And then if they don't do anything to make some changes, life is going to make changes for them. So that was one notable change that happened that I had to swallow. The other was a show that I listened to. 
So I listened to Sirius XM. Um, I listened to Urban View. And one of the favorites of the show lineup I listened to is Heather B. Heather B. came out, I want to say, in the late 90s. And I believe she was one of the original members, cast members in the real world. I don't know if this predates myself, um, but for some of you who were in that genre, I think you could easily Google her and find out who she is. And now she appears with Sway in the Morning on Shade 45, and that's um, a serious XM hip hop radio station or whatnot. But the cool thing about Heather's uh, serious XM platform is that she was faith-based and not in a evangelical way and I'm not here to you know beat up on people in their beliefs but she was just very spiritual in her beliefs and she shared a lot of devotions early in her uh, segment and people really called to get encouragement and she talked about the passing of both of her parents and with the recent passing of my dad it has been so cathartic to listen to people share their stories of how they're moving through this journey of a grief and how they've been able to manage during the years and just different things as a newly grieved person. Um, it's been nice to be able to have that community there. And abruptly, she announced that her show will no longer be. I remember texting, this was just a couple of days ago, by the way, but I was texting my boyfriend and I got the, you know, the text from my girlfriend because we both listened to the show and I was just gutted and devastated. I said, now what I'm going to do? And she was one of those shows where if there was anything I needed to be focused on, I could listen to her show. I would put on and listen to a lot of the replay episodes she would do. And that would just get my mind to wherever it was that I needed to be. Good, bad, or indifferent. If I was making dinner, if I was auditing my work, if there was some late nights that I needed to spend doing a project, that show would be in my background carrying me through. I think of all the times where I took about approximately close to an hour drive uh, picking up my youngest daughter from college. Again, so much so she even, you know, got to listen to it with me. But it was such a staple and I was devastated that it's gone. And that's the reality of life. Like things are going to come and go and it's how you deal with it. And I had to come away with, okay, now there's going to have to be a new spot that I find for me that I get some of the wisdom and nuggets. And I'm sure there's other shows. It just, again, gives me the opportunity to explore things that I probably hadn't explored before until, you know, her show um, being canceled. And I had to think about that. Like a lot of times we get into our groove of whatever the thing is and then something changes and we get out of it. Now there are some people who then find something newer and they move on and they say, oh yeah, I remember when I used to do this. But there are some people who just never go back and never find they're happy and they keep reminiscing about what happened and they wish it didn't happen and they get stuck. And you don't wanna be one of those kind of people that get stuck in yesteryear. And sure, there's so much in remembering things that you encounter that were beautiful and you enjoyed. But the other component of that is that we get the opportunity to explore something new 
and appreciate when we do have things in our life because we have to understand that these things aren't forever. And as devastated as I was that day, I'm telling you, for me, it was just like, okay, this is a reset. This is the time of reset for me on a lot of different levels. So that was one additional reset. The other reset I've had recently is that I went to a Zumba class and I'm not a Zumba girl. So I thought, and my uncle who is uh, older than me by maybe, maybe close to 20 years, maybe 19 years or so, but he's in amazing shape and he has such good positive energy. I really enjoy when we talk and hang out and I learned so much about him and life and just that reinforcement of just keep going, you know, just keep at doing the things because it'll pay off. And he had recently told me that he had been at a couple of gyms and he needed a gym and I was telling him about mine and he joined. And I was so excited because I thought, wow, I'll have a real gym buddy. So we've went to the gym a couple of times and out together and it's been really cool. And it was funny because last Friday night I was hanging out with a good cousin of mine and I had forgotten that I was going to reach out to my uncle earlier in the day and try to set plans for Saturday. And I texted him and it was so I was so tired and almost delirious that night. But I texted him and said, hey, meant to get back with you. Not sure if you still want to do a session at the gym tomorrow on Saturday. So he texted me back and he said, what about Zumba? And every part of my mind and body was saying, heck no, absolutely no. That's not what I want to do. Let's hit the weights. And I could have in that moment took the time and said, you know, Uncle, I would rather do X, Y, Z. But I didn't. I didn't. So I went online. I registered for the Zumba class and so did he. We get to the class and I'm a little nervous. And the instructor looks around and she could see, you know, I was relatively new to the class and she was so gracious and introduced herself. And she kind of, you know, gave me some instruction on how her class would be. And it was really cool. And most of it, I was able to keep up with it. Like there was like maybe 10% that, you know, there were some steps I just didn't quite grasp, but it was a really good class and went by really fast. And I'm actually signed up to do Zumba again this upcoming Saturday. And if it wasn't for my uncle, that little gentle tug and my willingness to just say, forget, you know, I'll try it. And the blessing too was, so when I go to the class and she's like, hey, have you taken other classes? And I said, well, yeah, I take Pilates. And she looked at me with the firmest look and she said, as much money as you pay for your gym membership, you need to take as many classes as you can. And you know what? She was absolutely right. Here, I've been a member for the last few years, and because of my fear mindset, or I didn't want to mess up, or feeling like maybe I didn't know what I was doing in the class, I would let all those little mind demons keep me from trying something new. So I would just go to the gym and rinse and repeat and do the things that I know I could do and do them successfully and go home. And I realized, like, that's no way to live. It's like going to McDonald's and only getting the cheeseburger. And I'm only using McDonald's as a prop in this conversation because McDonald's ain't that girl for me. 
and blessed those who it still gives them the pleasure. It does nothing for me, but I figure most people can relate. But I'm not, I wasn't getting the full benefit of this membership and meeting other people and, and getting my body to do different things and also building up my self-confidence because that's the quiet part out loud is that when we become more confident in ourselves, we move different. And not just from a holistic place, it happens on so many different levels. And I cannot wait to talk about my self-love financial love series that I will be releasing uh, January 2024 as I walk through my uh, process with you all in true transparency and the things that I'm doing to you know, move my life forward in a different energetic way that I have not done before. So stay tuned for that. So consequently, me and my uncle sign up for another class and I get to the class late. And again, the old me would have gotten caught up in story. Like, you know what? I might as well cancel and all the things. But I went to the class. I was able to get through a lot of the stretches. It was a 50 minute stretch class and it was great. And it's something I would take again. And again, me being off from work this week had been very beneficial because it did allow for me to go to the gym at less busy times and do some things during the day and not feel rushed. So that's what's cool too. So like we had the stretch class and it was really cool too because we went to the weight area of the gym and we looked at quite a few pieces of equipment that I never ordinarily probably would have thought about getting on by myself. And just a couple of little tricks and tips just in the few moments I was with my uncle and we weren't at the gym for hours in the weight area. I mean, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes if that, but it was so fruitful and it was the thing that I needed. And again, I don't know if I would have done that on my own had I not had that little push. And I think that's the other thing too about community. It opens your mind to see things in a different way from the people that are around you. And I know for me, if I usually see somebody around me do it and I feel comfortable with that person, it gives me that sense of confidence and comfortability with it. And I felt completely okay. And I didn't overthink things. I just allowed the moment to happen. And I had a nice, decent workout. So we did our workout. We go to have the, you know, we sit in the sauna. Now the saunas are separate, you know, men from women. And then we get out and go into the whirlpool and sit in there. And I'm telling you, it was one of the most relaxing, decompressing days I've had in a long time. And I said, oh my gosh, Sean, we need to do this ish regularly. Like this needs to be a staple. This is how you reset from all the life. You have to do this. So originally today, I had a class scheduled to go over equipment and I had to have a come to, I call myself moment and realize I've been at the gym the last consecutive days. And while it's a good idea for me to take some time to get to know the equipment, it's also some point in time for me to get a space or two in between with some rest. Because I will tell you, I've been working, working, working. And just as important as it is for a good workout, you also need to counteract that with a really good restful in between in your session so you can still keep the momentum. So I bowed out. And again, the old me would have felt obligated. And I got up this morning with no qualms about it, went to the app, 
cancel myself from the appointment. It was at least a couple of hours before and gave myself, you know, some time back into my day. Again, trying to savor these last couple of days off, you know, before I go back to work next week. And I mention all this because so many times we keep ourselves hibernated with the people that we know, but we don't really let them in in. And it doesn't help us. And we need to get to a point where we're utilizing the network of people around us to help us grow. Because guess what? We do that back to them. And it is an amazing thing when we can do that back. The other thing I'm working on that has been like a game changer for me is be honest about how I feel in the moment. And I think this is something that has always been something I haven't been comfortable about. And I believe it stems all the way back from childhood. And especially this thing shows up in relationships and not just intimate ones, but even with friends. And you have to get to a point where you become your voice and that you don't let the world drown you out. And I remember having this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. We were talking about something. And he said, why didn't you just call me? And I know that sounds so simple. I had texted him and he didn't respond. So my assumption was, oh, he he's busy. Oh, he saw my text and he doesn't want to be bothered. Like I made all those conclusions. When the reality is he was driving and no, he didn't see my text, but he sure as heck would have heard my phone call. And I have to learn how to get to this point of listening to my intuition and not being an overthinker. 2024 goals. <laughs> and I think it's called balance, right? Because I do think there are times when we need to pivot, stop, and think about things in the moment. I also think that, too, we can lose momentum by overthinking things. And sometimes we just need to pull the trigger. So I hope this episode gave you some good nuggets. I know it's been a little bit since I did my last recording. And I just thank you for keep showing up to my platform when you do. This message isn't going anywhere and it should hit when it's supposed to hit. So thank you so much for your listenership and have a wonderful day. Namaste, friends.